0: Every day we hoistle in Pilots and Pitar's Podcast. Welcome to the
1: Pilots and Tards Podcast. This is Drew. I'm the pragmatic and bleeding heart Cyclops of
2: this podcast. I'm Jimbo, the anti-millennial, non-conforming, existentialist, pilot critic, and Kenny of the podcast. This week, the motherfucking magical Mrs. Moe, Miss Moe. Master of Pilots, Nobos, and Spoilers is going to be out. Our spark plug and keeper of hot takes is also not stepping in, but we will be having returning hoister Brent from Home Video Hustle. Brent, would you like to add anything?
0: Hey, what's going on? Good to be here. Uh, Yeah, I think this is a good pick for an all-guy episode of the show. Oh, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, Especially a bunch of guys who I feel like have strong backgrounds with this particular show.
2: All right. And on that note, any new listeners, this is the podcast with nothing much to do about aircrafts, but potentially everything to do with the first episode of a filmic series. And a disclaimer, uh, podcast is a word. You're listening to one.
1: Uh, Petard is also a word. It's a real word. Petards are bombs. Look it up. Read your Shakespeare.
2: And uh, pilot and Petards is a proud member of the But Why The Podcast Network. And we would like to thank today's sponsor, the Biden Foundation, for this ad-free listening. And Dr. Biden... Remember this year, sometime whenever you're available, you're going to come on and we're going to do an episode. 2019 goals. Okay. And uh, on the flip side of that, here's a
1: fuck you for Bill Maher. You know, you're thrashing about that pop culture tar pit like the dinosaur that you are. This is a quicker fuck you because last time I went over on time. And you know what? That's what you want, isn't it, Bill Maher, for us to talk about you, to dig your fingernails in the last shreds of relevancy that your enfeebled fame can endure. Well, enjoy it now for soon you and your boring, shitty, and most of all centrist 90s Clintonian politics will be dust in the wind. You will be gone, and we will not think about you. So, uh, you know, if you want to contact us to sponsor a show, or if you want to contact us to Slander a rival, we are open to both.
2: And those are the hoisters that do not skip the intro. You need to click on the link in the show notes for the survey. We are giving away at least one $25 gift card. If we get over... 50 responses on the survey, which we have not gotten yet. We will give away a second $25 gift card. So you have very good chances of getting $25 for taking four to five minutes of your time to give us this feedback. We are going to use this feedback. We are going to modify the show to give the hoisters what they want to hear. We are the podcast you want to hear in the world. Uh, The random drawing
1: will be held on January 1st, 2019. So, you know, get to it. So join us today as we cast judgment, and determine if the gritty and visceral late night HBO animation program Todd McFarlane's Spawn will be hoisted or not hoisted. That is the question. And so, uh, fellas, we were talking about it off mic. Uh, what's your background? What do we got?
2: Go ahead, Brent. And 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 if you want to add in any of that hot uh, director commentary from your DVD, you know, go, you know, something <laughs> for the listeners.
1: You're stepping on his background, man. You're I know. Stepping on his story, but okay.
0: Also, there's not a whole lot of background because I didn't get really hip to Spawn until... Well, I mean, I knew about it because I remember my first real introduction was this like shitty PS1 game. I can't remember the name of it, but it was garbage. And so that kind of made me like, ah, oh, you know, that probably sucks because that game sucked as a kid. But when I got older, I started reading the comic books a little bit. I actually saw the movie for the first time last year. Left a quick review of it on our Twitter page. Didn't like the movie much at all. But I loved the TV show when I saw the DVDs. So I'm kind of new to the whole Spawn thing. You just saw the movie a year ago? Yeah, for the first time. Wow.
2: (laughs) How'd you miss that one?
0: A little younger than us? Brent's younger than us. Okay, that's why. That's why.
2: Okay, okay.
1: Because, like, Brent, I was about to say I'm about to age myself, (laughs) um, because I played the shitty Super Nintendo Mm. spawn game, and uh, it sucked, because you had all these powers that you could use, and it had a little counter, like a ticker on the corner of the screen, but, like, all the... Powers were complicated ups and downs and Bs and shit. So I could never get him to work. The only thing I could do is he did this leg sweeping motion where his chain from his cape would come out if he did like the low kick. So that was my move. Um, my background with the show was I actually saw it when it was on. Um, so HBO was a very big uh, part of my youth. It gave me the talk in several ways that my parents did not. So you know having a TV in your room, having HBO, having no bedtime really being enforced bedtime meant that Oz. And real sex and Spawn were parts of, like, my adolescence, part of my sex education. And so I saw this at an impressionable age.
0: Forgot about real sex.
1: (laughs) If your house didn't have Cinemax, if your house just had HBO, you did not have, like, good, like, basic cable porn. Not basic cable, premium cable porn. So real sex was what you had to work with.
2: Yeah, we we had a satellite because we lived a decent ways outside of town. So we would go through phases where maybe they gave us a deal or they gave like free previews of HBO. We had this weird thing where like the the satellite was controlled from my parents bedroom. And then you literally had to watch the same thing that the parents were watching. <laughs> but like my parents would like just go dead asleep. So we just go in the in, in night and just put on whatever was on like Skinamax and HBO. So and, and my parents didn't really care. So we also watched Spawn when it, when it came out. I don't really remember if I liked it or not. And then definitely saw the movie. I saw the movie at the movie theater. Saw the you know own the movie actually. So saw the movie a decent amount of times. Haven't seen it recently in my in, in my adulthood. Saw the movie in the movie
1: theater. And recently, I wrote an article about it for uh, Petardar. Yep, we'll put that on the Petardar, but it's on the But Why the podcast website. I had I had some nice things to say, except for like two parts.
2: Oh, the two parts. You, you got to read it, Brent. You know, yeah, yeah, Get those, in there and those read clicks, it, man. Brent. Yeah, <laughs> listeners. Yeah, then you know. Last thing, if you know, if anyone's not familiar, uh, Spawn was an extremely successful, hugely popular comic book still throughout is. the nineties. It's still, still running. Is it's still one of the most popular comics?
1: Oh, uh, it's still running. It's there are only two <laughs> two hundred and ninety one. I just looked last threads, night, but there are only two comics from that original independent. Um, uh, a company that is still running continuously. So Eric Larson's Savage Dragon has been running continuously really? since 1993. Holy shit. And Todd McFarlane's
2: Spawn has been running continuously since 1993. I think it was 92 because I just looked last night. But yeah, if anyone had Wizard growing up, because we, cause we had Wizard almost every month, Todd McFarlane and Spawn were always on the top list. like For artists, and, and the art was... was I, I mean, him and Jim Lee were like, Above the game, like early nineties. So, and Leifeld cannot forget Rob Leifeld too. Yep. I I did, but um, okay. <laughs> oh. I guess I guess I shouldn't have. The nineties did not. Okay. So I think that, I think that's about it. Unless unless Brent has a little bit of insider D- DVD action to, to toss in there.
0: I never watched any of the special features. Honestly. <laughs> oh man, we
2: needed that. We needed that. Okay. Well, let's move on. And I'm and I'm I'm going to hit us with that two sentence summary. So Spawn is sold out to the devil because he loved his wife so much. How will Spawn adapt to being the commanding hell spawn of the devil's army when he finds out his wife has moved on and started a new family? Stay tuned to find out if you should give a steaming pile of crap. Poor (laughs) Spawn. Jibba, that's the longest two-sentence summary you've written. It needed to be that long. It needed to, yep, it needed to. Okay, so we are going to move in. This is our mini spoiler-free episode, and we are going to just highs, lows, evaluation of the quality of the pilot, and then we're going to step into our extended discussion. So join us in a couple days for that extended discussion. But for now, we will let you know whether this is worth watching in those next couple days. And so, Brent, as our guest, why don't you just, you know, whatever, first impression, high, low, mid, whatever.
0: First impression I had was actually the high point for me was the animation. It just brought back a lot of memories of, like, just being a kid in the 90s. All the TV shows kind of had this similar kind of uh, animation. So it just brought me back to the old days again. I agree.
1: Animation was a high point in this show, like, and the thing that I liked about it, too, was I feel like especially in, like, Western media, like, American animation, like, it's really pigeonholed as, like, a kid's thing, you know, or, like, not taken seriously or, like, not violent in certain ways, whereas, like, in anime or, like, in other places, you can get some, like, really intense stuff. And so it was very cool. It was, like, Western animation, but there was, like, a lot of, like, visceral violence and blood and gross horror stuff. And it was cool, you know? it That stood out, and it was interesting. That's a high point.
2: There was a couple shots that were almost like a Matrix-type animation, like, yeah. spin-around panel. So, yes, you know, the animation was definitely—holds up pretty well, actually.
1: Yeah. I, there, Yeah, it would still be pretty good, like, um, cartoon, like, violence— if it came out today, like, especially like, man, that introduction scene where like, it was just the violence in the alley, with yeah. the gasoline and the guns. I was just like, this is how they're choosing to start the show. That's my favorite part too.
2: <laughs> That's fair, Brent. But I, I felt that was like a, a low point because oh, really this, this we've seen in HBO shows, they're just relying so heavily relying on excessive violence and like grotesque and nudity and all these other things. And, at this point, you know we've we've done five or six HBO shows. It's kind of getting a little old. It's just like like the HBO thing. Like you're that's how you're going to gain this audience just by having a bunch of violence and grossness and nudity. What, what do you think, Drew? I would say
1: the nudity was excessive, although it was very entertaining. <laughs> um, my low point, and it kind of gets to that, is like who is this for? And then the answer is like. I think all three of us acknowledged exactly who it was for, like, little 13-year-old boys, especially in terms of, like, the nudity. I think that the violence is still better in terms of style and animation than we're giving it credit for. Like, maybe it didn't serve the story.
2: Yeah, that was my point. Sorry.
1: Yeah, it was still very good violence, and I would say that the excessive nature of the violence... Maybe it comes later in the episode. I don't think it's there at first. Like, I think they're making, like, a stylistic statement in, like, the first part where they're like, this is what we're doing, you know? And I'm like, oh, okay, this is definitely not another show I'm watching. Whereas, like, later, yeah, like, some of it just got boring. Not boring, but just um, confusing. It got muddled. I'll also say this, um, something that doesn't translate from, like, of course, this is a very famous comic, which we've talked about, like, once or twice, something that doesn't translate to, like, the visual medium, or, like, at least the animated medium, is, like, the full face, um, mask, because, like, just kind of look dumb.
2: I like the mask.
1: Oh, dude, especially when he was talking to his stupid skeleton, like, his own corpse, (laughs) and, like, the corpse's
2: mouth wasn't moving. No, dude, I like that scene. And
1: I was, like, this was the animation low point, like... Really? What looks really cool on, like, a comic book page, which, because, like, this, like, Spawn is, like, pages of dialogue, like, just pages and pages, like, all this weird arcane devil army shit. Um, It looks really cool on a page, when it's just, like, his mouth moving like this, and it's covered up and shit. That was a low point in terms, of, that was, like, kind of the only low point of animation, besides, like, the very awkward nudity, but that was highly entertaining.
2: I thought some, some of those still shot-ish comic book type changes were good. I thought the weirdest part with his mask is like he gets a trench coat in a, in a beanie, but he's like leaving his mask on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. And then he's able, I mean,
2: this, this is barely a spoiler, but, but uh, he's able to get a beanie and a trench coat, but he can't find a shovel. I mean,
0: <laughs> there's no time.
2: Anyways. Okay. Do you have anything to add about the animation? Sorry.
0: Oh, no, it's cool. Nah, no, that was the high point for me was the animation. The only low point I really had was that, like you said before, is like they're smashing so much story into, like, 20 minutes that it seems yes. like it's just all muddled and just is doing a whole lot in 20 minutes too much. So you kind of get confused every now and again.
2: I feel like the, the beginning was really slow, but then, yes, they crammed a ton to, to, like, the second half. The second half was just jam-packed, like, we got to hurry up and get all this in. I felt like they
1: gave away way too much. Like, if you know the Spawn story, like, we've all seen the movie – um i have you guys read the comics like the first 12 issues at least or any issues a while back i
2: tried to read it as an adult and i just couldn't get into it
1: uh it's not very good Uh, writing (laughs) it's really cool visuals it's not very good writing which we can talk about in the dangling threads because there's a bunch of weird stuff about Todd McFarlane. (laughs) yeah you know like the thing is they really take like the first five issues of the comics and they cram it into these first 25 minutes And the thing is, they do a really good job in the first half that you liked, because that kind of is the first issue of Spawn, where there's a lot of showing and very little telling. And then for whatever reason, maybe because like, maybe this was like the pilot pilot, maybe they only made this episode, they decided to go all in, you know, and like, just tell the whole story of the person. But the whole origin of like the Devil's Army and all this shit, like, that's really in that last Fifth or sixth issue of the comic run, and so that's like a decision that, like in the comics, they decided to hold back, but in this pilot, they decided just yeah, like too much, too much stuff. Like I just I can't imagine not knowing anything about Spawn and then watching this, and people would just be like, "What
0: is this? (laughs) What if you what if you didn't know anything about Spawn and you watched?" Uh, I I didn't know anything about it when I first watched it.
2: (laughs) What was your first first impression first time you watched it?
0: I actually really liked it a like, lot. You know, I didn't know what the hell was going on some of the time. I just figured I'll find out if I keep watching it.
2: I thought the narrator was was strong, but the narrator was doing a lot of exposition dumping. And then they showed the exposition, like, then they exposition dumped again. So I felt this show was doing, like, double exposition dumping, which was kind of like that slow start. I don't think the narrator and the show itself really, like, meshed
1: well. Because, like, it was, like, this old British narrator... Like, talking about all this, like, really heavy stuff. And then it just kind of kept cutting back to Spawn, hanging out with homeless people, and really <laughs> violent things
2: happening, and other
1: stuff. So, like...
2: Yeah, there was, like, a tonal shift for sure, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like the narrator just grounding the, the story. I I think if you take away the narrator, I would think a lot less of this pilot that I don't really think that much of right now, either.
1: <laughs> yeah, it could have been worse without it. <laughs> <laughs> What about like that extra, um, that extra little sub thread or like little um,
2: B story they shoved in? What about the government thing? Do you guys like that? I did. I I think that's the conflict that would get me to come back. Like that's the only mm-hmm. the ward in the world is a little bit interesting, but I think that government connection conflict w- would be the one that that I would want to keep watching for.
0: That's what got me to come back when I was looking at it
2: yeah that like that that definitely saved the pilot in in
1: my opinion. that's what kind of made it a story like jimbo Jimbo was not super up on this when we were first texting about it, but like that kind of made it into a story that made it a little bit more streamlined and a little bit more like doable. I thought I think I can't remember what movie it is it might be all the president's men, but that move like that tracking shot of like buildings buildings buildings, and then as you slowly pull away, you realize it's like washington d c that's kind of a classic uh genre shot of like a political thriller so that was that was kind of fun they played with that in the animation and then when that happened so much weird crazy shit had already happened i was like what all
2: right brent you want to have the last word
0: i when i watched it, i watched it in the episode bits but i know back in the day my friends had a a tape i guess they had the seasons were on one video cassette tape (laughs) So I, I was curious to go back and just watch them like that as a whole movie, I guess, and just see how it flowed that way. Instead, of just this one episode, maybe it would have worked better that way. But just like a little quick twenty-minute episode, I liked it. It may I came back and watched them all.
2: Okay, that's perfect because this is going to bring us into our next section. Are we? Are any of us going to rewatch Spawn? So, Brent, are you gonna? Is this something you're going to come back to?
0: I actually thought about it. Yeah, I think I will. So, like
2: you know, tonight or tomorrow, you're gonna pop into to episode two.
0: Yeah, I have to watch it with the commentary this time. Yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> with those sweet, sweet intros too. Those are the best. That's the best part. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably pass. But Brent, if uh, you know if something really special happens, like let me know on Twitter, and maybe I'll dive back in. But uh, there's, I'm still kind of trying to finish the last three episodes of Daredevil. Kind of messing around with Westworld a little bit. In Maisel's, Maisel's season two is definitely there. So you know, I got a lot on my plate right now.
1: Uh, I'll jump in next. Mo and I are doing a rewatch of game of Thrones. It's going really well. She's on like episode like seven of season two. I'm on episode five of season two. Uh, I want to bring it up as much as possible. So Jimbo has to edit it out, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm not going to watch this. I might, I might go back and like, I kind of flipped around with like the seasons it looked like based on the seasons, they didn't get that far into the comic stories because each, each season was six episodes. So Brent, I'm, I agree with Jimbo. Keep us updated. Keep us in the loop. Maybe I'll watch like the third season and see how far they got in terms of like honing their craft and
0: telling their story. It does get better as it goes. I remember liking it more as it went on.
2: And so now, Hoisters, the moment you've all been waiting for, to hoist or not to hoist, that is a question. Is this a good pilot? earning a not hoist or is this a bad pilot is it going to be hoisted and since i'm already talking i'll just kind of roll with it i originally was gonna hella hoist this i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna promote it to just a hoist yeah i was like jimbo those those that was was rude to hella hoist it (laughs) i do
1: agree however with your more cordial hoisting and i will join you and like a regular hoisting uh this was fun but i feel like if i didn't have the history with this show that i have I would just be angry that Todd McFarlane stole 25 minutes of my life. I do not regret his introduction. That part was well worth it.
2: Yeah, we didn't talk about that, but oh, I think we will coming. later. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Brent? What's the judgment, man?
0: Oh, was no hoist for me. I love this show. Man. All right. All right.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, unfortunately, by split decision, Todd McFarlane spawn the burning vision is hoisted. <laughs> Oh, of course how ironic right yeah that's what an ironic title <laughs> <laughs> and oh, now Hoisters, we are going to move into mo's favorite part this is our put it anywhere guys quest for the best and worst pilot
1: ever so new listeners um we have 61 pilots on our list you can find it over at our website number 61 is of course buffy the vampire slayer jimbo i'm gonna fight you this is better than buffy yeah, this is better than Buffy, but also, you know, I'll be
2: honest, I haven't watched Sons of Anarchy, um, but I do. Th- I did a, a snap hoist, and I moved Sons of Anarchy above Seventh Heaven. I'm not, I'm not quite sure wh- what I was thinking. It's, it's definitely better than Seventh Heaven. I think this needs to be near the bottom, like really close to the bottom.
1: This definitely isn't better than New Amsterdam because New Amsterdam like was highly entertaining throughout the whole show, but. You know, I think it's better than Alex Inc.
2: Nah, I disagree, man. Alex really? Inc. has... Yes. Alex this <laughs> was boring. This was kind of boring as well. Alex Inc. had a really good character, as in Ben, the son. <sighs> and there were some funny parts. You you may have not liked him as much, but uh, I'm thinking this is below Sons of Anarchy.
1: Oh, man. Alex Inc. was so bad. Not, Alex Inc. Uh, was really bad, dude. It, Alex it, Inc. It, should
2: insult you as a podcaster. They're pissing on you, Jimbo. Uh, no, it's just not. It just wasn't. I mean, it wasn't a good pilot. I'm not gonna. I'm not saying it was a good pilot. All right. How about this? If I watch Sons of Anarchy by Wednesday
1: when we're recording our next episode, all right, and I overrule or I or I disagree with you,
2: would you be willing to uh, put it above Alex Inc? <laughs> you're you're basing this on your Sons of Anarchy, man. Uh, well, I'm also basing it off it not being as good as Dream on or Alex Inc.
1: Hmm. If I watch Sons of Anarchy, I want you to rewatch Alex. Think we're talking about this a lot, and oh people gosh. on the survey said so they do not like it. <laughs> Come well, on, we're, man, this is cool. Remember, like, the triangular boobs? Remember, like, the fake. Those are some boobs nice fake boobs. Spawn that didn't, nice move? Or they were just, like, really oddly illustrated by silicone, people who might have seen boobs. Top of the line
2: sil- silicone.
1: <laughs> that was mid 90s silicone. Yep. The kind of, like, went bad. Okay. So, what are you saying? So, you're saying below Dream On above Sons of Anarchy, but not above Alex Inc.
2: Yes. <laughs> watch Dream On and Sons of Anarchy within the next week, and you can place it wherever you want between 57 and 60. All right, all right, all right. If you feel that Deal. passionate about it, the ball's in your court, sir. Uh, so I Drew, want you to watch Alex Inc. again. No, no, I don't need to. I watched it twice, man. Anyways... Hoisters, we are we are moving on. The ball is now in Drew's court. He's he's gonna follow through with the honors system. He's gonna rewatch Dream On Sons of Anarchy and he's gonna place it accordingly. If he thinks it's both better than both of those shows, he can bump it above Alex Inc. So right now, uh Spawn is in limbo. I see what you did there. Religious <laughs> term. Okay. And so now we are gonna move into our petardar. These are recommendations for any listeners that based off of our viewing pleasure. What do you got for us, Drew? Um, there was this show on MTV also around the time that
1: I was watching Spawn. It was called Eon Flux. So not the weird Charlize Theron mid-2000s remake, but go find the cartoon. It is strange and weird and does also some cool Western animation in the same way that Spawn does. Uh, it's worth your time, and I bet you there's like whole episodes on YouTube because they're used to have like two in this animation
2: thing. So they're
1: probably like 10 minutes long. That's what I got.
2: I'm I'm gonna stay in, in in the devil genre. I have the movie Constantine. Drew also wrote about that movie as well, so so we'll add that to the petardar as well. Dogma, just really classic humor. But it's a cool one. People yes. overlook that movie. Oh, it's so awesome. And then my last one is gonna be the Preacher comic book series. But the Preacher comic book, I say read it until you lose interest because I think I lost interest near like twentieth issue. I, I you know it, it lost me, but it starts off really strong with a very cool religion into the world conflict
1: jimbo it ends strong because it's only 60 issues but you're right it gets pretty boring around 20 and then it kind of
0: picks back up around like 40
2: so maybe i should dive back into 40 all right brent
0: what what do you got for us all right it's a manga but i'm more specifically recommended anime it's called berserk and uh how do i explain it without spoiling too much i don't want to ruin it that's fine you can spoil a little bit all right it's a group It's kind of like back in like the swords and those uh shields type days medieval days and there's a big group of uh people. And one um is like wants to be the head guy, but then a new guy comes and kind of takes his spot. And eventually he gets fucked up by some little monsters. And he like basically sells his soul to like the devil or something like that. And the whole world opens up and there's this big, like, it's crazy. The one guy gets branded and the whole thing of the story is now he's trying to kill the guy that sold his soul to the demons and killed all his friends. But since he has the brand on him, like any time during the uh, night, Demons just pop up and he has to fight him. He has a big sword that's about as tall as like almost a Christmas tree or something like that. It's crazy. It's hard to explain. You just have to kind of watch it. It's nuts, man. Did that come out before or after Spawn? That sounds a lot like Spawn. It's It's been going for a while. I think since like the 80s when it first came out. It
2: looks like there's two. One of them is originally from 1997, actually, Drew. That's the
0: good, that's the good one.
2: Okay. And then there's a <laughs> new one that they just made in 2016. So you you're saying... The nineteen ninety seven one.
0: Yeah, the, the newer one is. It's. alright, the animation kind of sucks, but the original one I love that one though. Do you watch a lot of anime? Recently, I've been getting into it. We like One Punch Man. I love One Punch Man. Since
2: so a lot of my students were really into to manga and anime when I was teaching, I feel like it's kind of a genre as well. You know, like if you're in if you're into the genre, and so I I couldn't quite get into it.
0: I like a lot of weirder ones, like a lot of big mainstream ones I don't want. Like, I never could get into, like, Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yeah, me either. <laughs> I love Dragon Ball Z, but it's I, okay. can, I can never get, I try, I play the video games, but I can never just look at the show.
2: Yeah, but you grew up on it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I grew up
1: when I did understand the formula, because the formula is like, nothing happens, nothing happens, nothing happens, nothing happens, nothing happens, nothing happens, fight, fight, fight. Like, it is extremely drawn out and extremely annoying. So <laughs> if you weren't in that sweet spot, Dragon Ball Z does not make sense
2: like wrestling, like WWF or WWE, if you had to watch them work out at the gym first.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, I was, I was also to the WWE. I, w- so. I was as well. I still I, watch
2: it. <laughs> do you? Nice. Okay, Hoisters, well, this is going to wrap up our mini-sode for Spawn. Join us, as I already mentioned, in a couple days for the extended discussion. Click on the link, sh- survey, you owe us, do take the survey, give us the feedback. We're gonna change the podcast. You can win twenty five bucks. You know you, we haven't had that many responses right now, so there's a very good possibility that your four minutes could pay off with some cheddar. There you go. Every day we are hoistling. Join us in a couple days. We're out.
0: Okay. <laughs> bye bye. Peace.